This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. So, hello everybody. Tonight, hopefully, we are going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly of teaching. Stay tuned and let us know what you think. Don't be shy. We really need your thoughts and ideas. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and you are listening live. Tune in live at ttradio.org, or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, 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 everybody. Thank you very much for joining us. Again, this is The Late Late Show with Hadi Fatih, your favorite host, and this is Teachers Talk Radio. Uh, I hope, I hope, uh, you know, you've been following us because in a number of episodes, we've been talking about teaching what it is or what it should be like. So hopefully tonight we are going to take one step ahead and we are going to dig deeper what teaching is and what teaching means. And more importantly, let's talk about the good, the bad, the ugly of language teaching and teaching in general. Uh, I really need your opinion and your thoughts, so please tune in. Don't be shy. If you've got a word to share, please don't hesitate. Uh, tune in. I really want to have you know, a really of lovely heart-to-heart and conversation with my friends right now because it can help us get the the memo and understand uh, what teaching is uh, to its very essence. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter, TT Radio 2022. You can also follow me on Twitter, HadiFati18. You can uh, let me know what topics you are passionate about and what topics you want, uh, I want, you know, uh, you want me to talk about. So never, uh, no, never ever be shy. Always let me know. It's super simple. Just let me know uh, about your favorite topic, what you find fascinating. And then I promise you, uh, you know, uh, I'll do my best uh, you know, to make it work out. Good. So I believe everybody, almost everybody, uh, has watched the movie the ugly, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, and it is a fascinating movie, I believe, or at least it was a fascinating movie. And watching that movie, you find out that there are a lot of great words and a lot of great uh, thoughts. Uh, because uh, I believe, like, uh, on the surface, it is a, you know, a quintessentially American cowboy movie. Uh, like, people kill each other, and apparently uh, that's it. Yet, when you think about it, you, you can simply see that there are layers to it. And um, people talk about uh, very profound stuff there. And I find that fascinating. For example, one particular part uh, really caught my attention. 
and made me think about you know what really uh, our careers are meant to be. Let me read that for you. Uh, one part of the movie, I believe that's the ugly says something. I have forgotten who exactly to be honest. But uh, the ugly says, if you work for a living, if you work for a living, why do you kill yourself working? So that's why I believe this movie is more than a movie. Uh, I believe there are layers to it, and uh, it's quite fascinating. Uh, uh, I mean, it's quite fascinating to watch people kill each other at the same time. Of that meaning, that profound meaning of life, never stops uh, existing. So I'm going to ask you uh, the question. I'm going to ask you the question, like, if you work for a living, why do you kill yourself working? Uh, this is a great question that is worth thinking about because a lot of us, including me, are on um, autopilot and we keep making decisions like one after another. Yet these decisions uh, seem to be very incoherent and cohesive, like as if as if they were not even related at all. So, so yeah, I believe this is a good idea to think or to rethink our values and our thoughts about our professions, our careers, because uh, we all know that we spend a lot of time at work, we spend a lot of time with our colleagues, so we better be careful about the careers we choose, we better uh, be careful about the places we work in, uh, because that is simply a very substantial amount of time that we spend at work. So. Uh, we'd better pay attention. We'd better be careful about it. So speaking of being careful, paying attention, uh, so on and so forth, it begs the question like, you got to answer the question like, uh, how seriously should we take our careers? Uh, if we take it like uh, too serious, then uh, it appears to be more important than life itself. Our beloved ones, our our family members, our kids, our spouses, so on and so forth. So uh, we're going to be talking about all of this, uh, how important our careers are, uh, and more importantly, let's talk about uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly of teaching. If you have thoughts, one more time, if you have thoughts, don't be shy, let me know. You can simply put it down in the uh, comment section, or if you have a word and, uh, and you are... Uh, ready to have a conversation, then that would be perfect. And simply uh, tune in, and then we're going to have a lovely conversation. Good. So I believe you know, we'd better move on again. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can always uh, contact me on Twitter and let me know what you think. Uh, if you um, need help or if you uh, want me to introduce you a book uh, on teaching and uh, if you are like uh, to make a decision or something like that, I can provide you with a number of, uh, of course, uh, resources and great resources that you can uh, take into consideration. They can help you, I believe, make better and more informed decisions. So, uh, yeah, just let me know. Uh, good. So let's move on and let's go and let's talk about a book that uh, changed my perspective and my attitude towards teaching quite dramatically. 
I'm going to tell you a short story, and I want you to be listening very attentively because you might have already gone through it, or you may go through it like uh, in the next few years. So I believe you, you better be prepared. So let me tell you about it. As, as, as a teacher, you, you really work hard, and, uh, and you have a vision. Some people are lucky enough to get that vision and understand what they want to be doing for the rest of their lives uh, at the very young age. And I know for a fact that I was one of those lucky people. Uh, it was almost in high school that I found out that I had a passion for teaching because I really enjoyed uh, helping others. Uh, and it didn't matter if it was uh, like sports or, or, or lessons, whatever. I really wanted to help uh, people. And for a uh, very short, specific time and a period of time, uh, I had the chance to teach one of my, uh, you know, uh, one of my uh, classmates. And that moment was was fascinating. It was brilliant because uh, I I was was enjoying every single second of talking and teaching and transferring like knowledge. And to me, that experience was good enough to make me think about. Hold on a second. Uh, teaching can be can be so joyous. Why not give that a shot? So with that in mind. Uh, I always wanted to be a teacher. Like, I, I, I was interested in a number of things, of course, yet at the end of the day, I was always like thinking of, okay, one, one day somehow I'm going to be uh, teaching and, uh, and that's how I can uh, help uh, a number of people. And I believe uh, that's how you can help the, help the world and help your country or whatever you can name. And my teacher, you know, my vision of teaching was all about really positive things like helping others and loving your students and of course your students are, are, are going to love you because you're working really hard and they are so understanding and uh, and you are so understanding so it, it was all about great things and uh, and there was nothing negative about it like 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 10 to 15 years after that time, looking back, I can simply uh, see that I was I was almost I was almost naive, like very naive to be honest. That I thought teaching was going to be like about just fun stuff. You're going to have fun. You're going to laugh a lot, and I'm going to change people's lives on a day-to-day -day basis because I wanted to be inspiring, and I was dumb enough to think that I had what it took to be. Uh, inspiring and inspire people on a day-to-day -day basis. So that vision, right now, looking back, was not just simplistic, but, but wrong. Because when you become a teacher, you find out it is it is it is not a bit of roses, and uh, it is very 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 different than what uh, people might think. What people uh, know who are considering starting and working as a teacher. Uh, they, 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 their vision and their thoughts might sometimes be like a hundred percent unrealistic, and and this is really this is really negative because that can be deleterious, uh, of course, to your students, to yourself, to your family, uh, because you're going to be caught off guard. You're going to hit the wall very badly, 
and you're going to break your bones and find out whatever you thought was wrong. So I believe this show hopefully uh, is going to help teachers and uh, and would-be teachers, people who are considering uh, becoming a teacher, make better, more informed decisions. Because like any other career, it is not going to be about great things. It's not going to be always just, just about great things. Of course, you'll have great days, you'll have bad days, you'll have days in the middle, somewhere in the middle. Uh, and this is just a career like any other career. Okay? So, with that in mind, with that in mind, right now, we can start talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly of teaching. And by the way, everybody, you're listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Uh, this is uh, the Late Late Show with Hadi Fatih. So I want everybody uh, to join. If you have a comment, if you have an, uh, you know, if you have a thought, I want you to put it down uh, and let me know. Uh, that would be great to know what your thoughts are. That's how you know we can make the show better and make it more to the point. So by choosing the title, the good, the bad, the ugly, I believe uh, you got the memo that. I am not going to be talking about uh, teaching, and I'm not going to, of course, I'm going to be talking about teaching, but I'm not, of course, I'm not going to be talking very highly uh, about teaching. I'm just going to be very realistic. So you're going to be talking about great stuff about teaching, things that you experience on a day-to-day basis, and God knows that no other profession or career can provide you with this, because when you see that smile, when you when you get that thank you letter, when you see that you have brought about a change, a change uh, so big that has transformed like two or three, four people's lives, that is something amazing. That is something amazing. So I have seen and I have uh, you know had the chance to talk to a number of a lot of teachers, and uh, and then they talk about like their students and about. One student thanking them, one student like giving them a call after like 10 years and thanking them for like three, four months that uh, they have like a lesson or a subject with, uh, with him or her. So knowing these stuff, knowing that you're going to go through great days, of course is great, of course is fascinating, yet err on the set of caution because teaching is not going to be about just rainbows and great things and stuff and birds uh, singing and so on. Of course you're going to go through hard days. Of course you're going to go through bad times. And by choosing the title, the good, the bad, the ugly, you're going to hopefully talk about teaching very thoroughly. You're going to, talk, you're going to be talking about good things. You're going to be talking about very negative things. Those days that you put in a lot of effort, yet nobody seems to see that. And you work really hard, yet you never see that pay off. And you don't know what the problem is. Because apparently there's no problem. And you're just being unlucky, or, or your students are not uh, understanding enough, or their parents fail to see the hard work you're putting in, uh, so on and so forth. So bad things can happen. A colleague that doesn't have to be be so mean to you, uh, is mean and is picking on you. Uh, a friend that gotta support you stabs you in the back, and at the end of the day, you are disappointed. 
So it is going to be this bad as well. So we got to be careful and the ugly and the ugly. We're going to be talking about the ugly. Uh, and I believe uh, this mostly happens to people who have uh, who have unrealistic views when it comes to teaching. Like, like they fail to to wrap their head around what teaching is going to be like since their views are unrealistic uh, sometimes. Sometimes um, they, they panic and they fail to see that they are uh, that they are stuck in a quagmire and that terrible experience unfortunately devolves into a traumatic nightmare. So we are going to be talking about the ugly as well. Stay tuned and hopefully we are going to be talking about very many things. Good. So Again, everybody, thank you very much for joining us. People have joined us and people have uh, left messages. Thank you very much. Uh, that is great. Uh, one book uh, that I am going to be talking about it right now, and I believe I got to do it. I, I, I almost talk about this book, I believe, every single episode, every single time that I talk to uh, you know, uh, people. I always mention this book because I believe this book is one of a kind. Not just good, but awesome. And that book is Teaching Outside the Box by Luan Johnson. I believe this is a great book that you got to go and read. And if you haven't read that book already, I'm just saying, just do nothing tonight. Go and get that book and start reading that book. Because that book has been transformational. That book has been helping me through really hard times, especially when you... When you, when you hit rock bottom and you feel like, oh my God, I am at the end of my rope. There is no way I can teach one more day. That book helped me get a better understanding of what uh, no, I gotta be doing. And I believe as a teacher, you also need to uh, be uh, like a psychologist. And I, I know you have heard a lot, people telling you, you you got to be psychology. You got to be a psychologist. You got to understand your students, but that's not what I uh, mean. I mean, what I mean is, you got to be a psychologist, of course. But at first, you got to be your own psychologist to understand why you're frustrated, to understand why you feel this demoralized, to understand why you've been feeling so baffled, why you find very easy, straightforward instructions very baffling and mystifying. So I believe you got to have a good grasp on psychology and understand your feelings. Uh, you have to know enough why you feel the way you feel. And when you find out why you feel the way you feel, I believe you have a better chance of understanding find how you can get rid of those negative uh, feelings. So go and get the book. It's a great book. Uh, by Lauren Johnson. I believe that's an amazing book. And the, the fun about uh, the fun thing about this book is it is I believe free domain, so you can simply download it for free. Uh, and uh, which is amazing, is I think, which is amazing. I'm not really sure if that's for free, but a friend told me it was for free. Anyways, so let's move on. Let's move on and let's go and let's talk about the uh, good of language teaching. So I really want to know what you think of the good. So uh, if you were to talk about like the good i mean the good things the positives of the pros of language teach uh, teaching in general and language teaching uh what would you say like is that the salary is that i don't know 
your colleagues, the schools you get to work in. So if you were to mention like some items, some uh, like some pros that you can associate teaching with, uh, what what would they be? So come on, everybody. Mm. So I can see people putting down. So Ehsan goes getting to know different people and making friends with them. Yes, I'm great. I believe uh, that is 100% true, of course. Uh, as, a, as a teacher, you get to talk to like, I don't know, thousands of people. And you get to know those people, you interact with them sometimes on a day-to-day -day basis, both as students and uh, colleagues and parents. Yeah. And uh, of course, you make friends with them. Yeah, absolutely. 100% true. Cool. Yeah, so I believe that's a really uh, no positive point when it comes to uh, teaching. And of course, other jobs uh, also offer this one, but I believe when it comes to teaching, it's very particular, it's very like quintessentially about teaching. Yeah, and uh, uh, next friend goes, the joy of the moment when learning happens. Yeah, absolutely. I know what you're talking about. That aha uh -huh moment i believe is priceless so precious that teachers like like put in a lot of efforts and work really hard to to get to that moment and help their students get there yeah and that feeling is literally priceless very good everybody so there are a number of things like when it comes to teaching one more thing that uh, has always fascinated me is like this uh this process of learning because as a teacher, you can learn like every single day. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying like if you're a physician uh, or a physicist, uh, you, you can't learn anything. I'm just saying this is never this uh, easy. This is never this uh, amazing. Because in teaching, like even an in, in interaction with with a student can be of great value in terms of teaching because you can see a human being uh, like talk and behave and interact and you are smart enough uh, to get that feeling and to get it and understand it. Uh, and you also uh, interact with a lot of people and teachers happen to be uh, great readers. So they, they read a lot. I have colleagues who are voracious readers and I learn a lot from them than the books. I myself read. So you also get that chance to learn a lot. So on a day-to-day -day basis, and that is, that is, I assume, to a good extent, fascinating. Then there, you can list like a number of items and a, a number of things that you can consider uh, them uh, to be positives and pros of uh, teaching. The other thing that I believe uh, is almost priceless is that you, you, you are helping people. The other day, I was talking to Paul A. Davis, the author of uh, Solution Series, and he said something amazing. He said, like, no other job, no other job uh, has this power, this power and this position to, to touch people's lives, to change things. And in fact, you can also change generations. I know it's, it might be a little hyperbolic, but honestly, that's what teachers do like you get the chance to touch people's 
souls and and help them bring about a change. Like no other job uh, offers that. And I believe uh, I believe it is it is like literally fabulous. And I believe Paula Davis is hundred percent right about it. So this is can also be another uh, like pro another good thing, another pros about uh, language about teaching in general because you're you're helping people and you are uh, just providing them with the knowledge or with the information they need. Because teachers are like more than teachers. Um, I have, for example, had colleagues that they were great confidants for their uh, like students, and their students uh, talked about like the decisions or the problems they had, uh, or the decisions they got to make uh, to them before their parents. So, uh, the, I mean, this job apparently uh, offers something quite unique and singular. That no other job offers. So this is again another pros that we can think of, and another positive thing about about teaching because because it is helping you do something that no other job uh, offers. And also you can be a confidant. Again, you can be held a shoulder to cry on for a person that helps others uh, make better decisions, uh, so on and so forth. So more importantly, uh, again, when it comes to uh, the good. And language teaching, uh, language teaching, and also teaching in general. Uh, I believe you also you also uh, experience and you also mature as a teacher. And uh, yeah, teachers teach like from like this book from A to B and then B to C. I do understand that. Yet uh, every single time that they teach that. Uh, they, they they teach it first off quite differently. They uh, just uh, make some tweaks uh, in, if they have a lesson plan or something like this. And sometimes they like change their minds completely because of the class and they do something that they had never done before and they teach it differently. So on a day-to-day basis, you have these really minor, teeny tiny challenges that you choose to uh, overcome, and of course, it can help you at the end of the day be a better version of yourself. Uh, it can also be a con because uh, a lot of people might not like going through challenges on a day-to-day basis. Because uh, I want my life to be uh, as uneventful as possible. So yeah, it can also be seen uh, like that. Yet I believe it is uh, always uh, something very positive and uh, something very, very uh, helpful. Yeah, so let's let's move on. And uh, Roger also left out comments. Hi, Roger. And Roger goes, I think that's great. That's a great skill. The teachers are able to change uh, courses within a lesson and adapt, uh, you know, the planning. Of, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I believe it mostly has something to do with intuition and as a teacher uh, that intuition apparently uh, flourishes like year by year and day after day you happen to make better decisions uh, decisions that seem on the surface of uh, some hasty spur of the moment decisions yet uh, you happen to be like uh, like like making the right decision 
quite spontaneously. And uh, Jim Scrivener says this is mostly because of uh, because of your intuition, and uh, he believes this is a uh, this is a common misconception that people think that their intuition cannot be uh, like flourished, uh, but indeed it can. And when you teach like day after day, year after year, you you grow, and in terms of uh, your intuition, you become a better. Uh, you know, a well-rounded, well-adjusted teacher who can see, uh, you know, what to do, what not to do, like at the moment. And your spur-of-the-moment decisions happen to be very profound and well-founded simply because you have gone through a number of challenges before and you know how to pull that off. Yeah, perfect. So let's move on. And uh, that part uh, was about uh, the good. And uh, I mean, the list goes on and on because you and I can talk about uh, like the good for hours. I can do it, uh, you know, unless you uh, want me to stop. Uh, I can go on and on and talk about uh, the positives of language teaching and teaching in general because you, what, what you do is something uh, quite priceless and you can do a number of different things. I, I myself, you know, a lot of people ask me, like, why do I, uh, why, why am I the way I am? And uh, because I always keep talking about teaching very passionately, and I believe what I'm doing is uh, something very valuable. People ask me, like, what, why is it the way it is? And to me, uh, I'm, I'm, I am a helper. And, uh, and honestly, uh, I would be teaching, I would be teaching, I swear to God, I would be teaching even if I don't pay. Of course. Um, I would go and get a different job as well because that's because I want to feed my family and pay my bills. Yet I, I would be teaching as well for no money uh, because I am a helper and no other job than teaching and coaching uh, help me satisfy myself, like be satisfied with what I do. Uh, and uh, as a kid, I, I always wanted to be a firefighter when I was so young. And I believe that something uh, that is uh, something that I have uh, retained from the very childhood, like being a firefighter, uh, helping others, and as a teacher, again, you're helping others, uh, yet nothing is on fire, uh, yet you're trying to uh, help them. And um, and even in my family, teaching was always valued and. Uh, it was like a profession that you would be really proud to have because you're becoming a teacher. You're becoming somebody who, who's helping others, uh, like living their lives better and do something of value and importance. So uh, that's my mentality when it comes to teaching. I'm a helper uh, and I enjoy helping others. And this is for, for my like selfish needs, uh, I believe for the most part. And then for others. So, uh, yeah, that's how I would answer that question. Uh, very good. So let's uh, go for a break. You're going to have our ad. Afterwards, you're going to be talking about the bad. And afterwards, you're going to be talking about the ugly of language, uh, teaching and teaching in general. So let's go for the uh, break. Let's go for the ad. And afterwards, you're going to be talking about uh, many, many, many. Let's do it.
This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.weatherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Imagine a world where you were free to focus on sparking curiosity in your students and giving them access to the awe and wonder of learning. A world where you were supported to deliver a truly personalised education to help all your learners achieve their potential. No need to imagine it, because that's exactly what the Oxford Smart Curriculum Service delivers. Seamlessly integrating curriculum, resources, assessment, next steps and professional development, every component of Oxford Smart is connected and working to provide you with a uniquely coherent and responsive service that empowers you and your students with transformational effect. The Oxford Smart Curriculum Service. When everything connects, anything is possible. If you have a passion for education and a talent for teaching and learning, the Witherslack Group want to hear from you. Join them as they open an incredible new school in Essex and be a founding teacher of English, Maths, Science or Primary with multiple leadership opportunities available too. As Teachers Talk Radio partners, we know how much they care about the well-being of staff and their offer to you will be superb. To find out more and apply for a role, visit www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers. This is Teachers Talk Radio, and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. Liz Truss, who is in the race for leader of the Conservative Party, has this week focused on education. Ms Trust, a former Minister for Education and Children, has repeatedly said that children are failed and let down by low expectations. She has pledged to drive up the quality of maths teaching and aims to give working parents access to childcare around the school day. Ms Trust has also stated that she will follow through on government plans to change staff to child ratios for young children, bringing England into line with ratios in Scotland. She said, my six-point plan will ensure our education system gets back on track by giving every child the tools they need to succeed. Through a laser-like focus on improving maths and literacy standards, we will make a real difference to children's lives. And by giving families greater choice and flexibility when it comes to childcare, we will also save them money. Families are now able to apply for a school uniform grant of up to £200 per child per year, depending on your local authority and individual circumstances. It is a government-run scheme and the grant is non-repayable. Andrea Knowles, a budgeting expert at vouchers.co.uk, explained that the highest grants available to families in England is £150 per child 
but this could increase up to £200 depending on personal circumstances. In Wales, the grant is up to £200 per child, up to £150 in Scotland and up to £67.50 in Northern Ireland. However, only 27 out of 149 English councils offer this grant, so parents will need to find out if this includes their local authority. This can be done on the government's website. This has been your latest Teachers Talk Radio News with Gail Glenn. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, this week I'm going to briefly discuss gamification as an idea you may want to try in the future. Gamification is when you design a learning experience in a way that resembles games that young people play. There have been lots of studies into gamifying and a quick internet search will give you some good ideas and further reading. Here I'm just going to present a few ideas I've found to work for me. Before you start, like anything new, you'll need to consider the extra time it's going to take to use gamification and decide whether it's worth it. A basic gamification method is to simply use a game as a theme for your planning. Using a game like Minecraft, for example, hugely popular with younger pupils, the phases of lessons can be split into sections and characters or places in the game can be used to present objectives. Putting this into an understandable scenario, in Minecraft you need 12 eyes of ender to create an end portal. For a topic over a half term, you create 12 challenges in line with your objectives. For each challenge do pupils achieve an eye of ender. Once all 12 are achieved they can complete the portal and cross to the end. The downside of this is what do you do with pupils that don't get all of the eyes of ender? Will they be demotivated or do you make the content achievable for all? Obviously you run the risk of not engaging all pupils but that goes for any method you try. For older pupils this could be based on a popular TV game show. In the past I've based revision lessons on catchphrase. It took a lot of work to create images that represented computing concepts but the lesson was fun and was just different. You have to remember pupils will sit through a lot of presentations in their school career, so a different lesson from time to time can be quite refreshing. Another idea is using badges. These are best applied to tasks that need to be done. For example, awarding badges for digital literacy needed to access content on your school's virtual learning platform, like a completing and uploading homework badge, a badge for responding to feedback. Badges can be made easily in a graphics package and are really a modern digital form of the good old certificate. If this has given you food for thought, I'd love to hear what you're doing or planning to do. Why not get in touch with your top tips at TT Radio 2022? Follow us and tell us what you are doing to gamify your lessons. I'm Steve Woods, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. So we spoke about the good, we spoke about great things about teaching, but we all know teaching is not a bed of roses. It has its own problems, ups and downs, and problematic uh, times and issues. Oh, people left comments, let's see what they are. A friend left a comment to me as an elementary teacher 
teaching is a great gift because I'm with children who have kind hearts and pure souls. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the fun thing about elementary students is that they can simply show you. So you can see the reflection of that thought in their eyes. And you can see that change just uh, flourishing and uh, just getting better uh, as they grow older. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, of course. And that aha moment for uh, you know, elementary students is going to be something very hyperbolic and animated. Absolutely. Uh, another friend says, like, one of the pro problematic areas of teaching, teaching English, is when learners want the teacher to be a, a master of all knowledge, especially, oh, I know what you're talking about here. Tell me about it. Especially while you are teaching those expectations block, the normal way of teaching uh, as a matter of being, uh, as a teacher should be uh, I plus, oh, we should be speak, we should be speaking in I plus one. Oh, that's the theory. Uh, not a theory, but an item uh, popularized by Dr. Receiving Crashen. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, absolutely. Uh, it is impossible, simply impossible, yet uh, some students simply want their teachers like to know everything. And uh, this is something that I, I believe parents are very familiar with, because when, uh, when a son or when a daughter is asking uh, their parents uh, about this and that, they want uh, those parents to know that. And uh, that parent not knowing what that is or what that means or what that is used for, uh, of course, is not going to be really uh, cool. And uh, you know, that, for example, son or daughter or that student, of course, is going to feel quite disappointed with uh, that person. Absolutely. I, I believe this is a thought of something very profound that I believe teachers uh, can't do anything about. Uh, and uh, this is something that I believe uh, students learn like uh, year by year and day by day that nobody can know everything. And this is something uh, impossible. Uh, so yeah, they make assumptions like the teacher is good. So um, a teacher is good uh, that knows everything, which is unthinkable, of course. All right, uh, let's continue and let's see uh, what we got to do. And uh, let's see what we can do about it. To me, as an elementary teacher, this is a great gift to have fun hearts and pure souls around me. Absolutely. It's always amazing. So let's move on. Uh, and right now, we are going to be talking about oh, the bad and the ugly. Yeah. Uh, talking about the good is really simple and really fun. Yes, uh, you and I know that talking about the ugly is not going to be that uh, exciting. And uh, yet I am going to be very hard-headed about it because I know for, uh, for a fact that a lot of people right now are thinking about teaching and choosing teaching as a career. I am going to tell you something that Jeremy Harmer uh, told me once. And uh, he, he, I mean, he said something uh, very profound and something that I believe every single teacher can relate to. And this is simply uh, this. Now, simply put, uh, this is this. Teaching is a job. I know, on the surface, there's nothing amazing about this sentence. Yet if you uh, dig deeper and keep thinking about it, you can see that there are great values and great things about it like teaching is a job and 
What, what does that mean? Like teaching is a job. Let me tell you what it means. Uh, like any other job, like any other job, you, it's going to have good days. It's going to have bad days. Like any other job, you're going to have days that you feel amazing. And you're, there are going to be days that you feel down in the dumps. There are days that you put in a lot of effort and you never see that pay off. And there are days that you stay up uh, no late just to prepare a task or an activity for your students. And the day after, uh, what you see in the class is chaos. So this is what teaching as a job means. Uh, and you got to be ready for that. Uh, you, you got to be ready for that. You're, you, of course, you're going to be claimed, you're going, your hard work is going to be acknowledged uh, from time to time, uh, you know, from your colleagues, your colleagues are going to do it, your students are going to do it. But, but there are, I believe, a lot of different times and occasions that you put in a lot of effort, yet nobody knows about it, uh, unless you, okay, unless you yourself. So teaching is a job. And uh, our job as a teacher is to work really hard and to make sure that uh, in our class we are putting in our best and we're doing our best and we're trying our hardest uh, just to make sure that your students are learning in a very conducive ambience, uh, an atmosphere in which that they can uh, fulfill their potential, or at least as much as possible, as much as possible. And, uh, and hoping and expecting that people are going to be thanking you on a day-to-day -day basis because you're working really hard is just very naive and very immature. Uh, when you go to a restaurant and then you are served a, a great meal, uh, I believe a very small proportion of people go and thank uh, you know, the chef. You, you don't do it. I mean, then you're satisfied with your food, you just leave, uh, I don't know, a tip and leave the restaurant and your way of thanking and saying that I believe uh, your food is good is to go to the same rest restaurant for a good two, four, five, ten years. That's you saying that I am really satisfied with your services and what you're doing is amazing. But uh, hardly ever do you go uh, to the kitchen and thank uh, the chef. You never, you almost never do it. So I believe. The same thing can happen in teaching, and you can have like the same mentality. Like my job as a teacher is to work really hard, and uh, and and truth be told, uh, I mean most of the times nobody thanks you, and and it appears to be like people uh, are not that much uh, satisfied. As it turns out, people uh, sometimes fail to show their feelings. Uh, you know, correctly. And I, for example, I myself had a student and I always thought that he was not really satisfied with my class. And I really wanted to go and ask him, hey, you know, man, you, know, you feel not comfortable in my class and apparently you're not having fun. Go and change your class. I was honestly going to go and ask him to do so. Yet uh, two or three days after, he showed up and thanked me for my teaching and said, oh, this is the best class ever. And I'm just having... Uh, a day of a time in your class. So, uh, they, you know, this is really, really tough because you, you put in a lot of effort. You give, 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 and you take nothing. So, I believe this is, this is, I believe, maybe, maybe the, the, the bad or maybe 
quite ugly uh, of the language teaching. Because as a teacher, since you're putting in a lot of effort and you're so passionate and enthusiastic about what you're doing, you believe that you deserve, and you do. And the fact of the matter is, uh, the problematic part is that you're right. You got to be thanked. Your hard work got to be acknowledged. Acknowledged. Yet it doesn't happen in this uh, career uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, and this is what teachers always uh, think about. Sometimes think about, and sometimes they uh, feel so enraged and infuriated. Like they 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 have a feeling that their hard work is not acknowledged. So of course that is really bad, especially for high flyers, for those uh, teachers that work really hard and uh, they stay up late, they uh, study day in and day out, and they just want to make progress. And they make progress, they make a splendid progress, uh, yet you know, people uh, do not thank those people or their hard work is not acknowledged. Uh, problems arise, especially when you have like colleagues who aren't that much complimentary, uh, because as a as a as a, as teachers as uh, like colleagues, uh, it's not a bad idea to see something great and then uh, pay a compliment. This is not a terrible idea to be honest. Unfortunately, in our profession, that doesn't happen a lot. So that is one really negative aspect of teaching that your hard work may not be acknowledged and you uh, may sometimes feel so damn dumps because of that. So my piece of advice for you is that be realistic about your job. It is a job, okay? So of course you're going to go through hard times, ups and downs, and of course uh, you are doing your hardest because you want to be the best version of yourself possible. But at the same time, think about your your, your, yourself and what you're doing because the reason why you are a teacher and the reason why you're trying to help others is I believe at the end of the day you yourself okay you're not helping others you're not helping your students because you want them to come over and thank us and uh, say that we were, we were like the best of the best of the best that happens of course yet uh, bear in mind this is not the reason uh, why you're uh, doing that, the reason why uh, you're doing this. So that is something that I believe you gotta uh, bear in mind and pay uh, really close attention to. So people left comments, let me uh, read some of them. I think one of the bugs that teachers would have at school is uh, when students are not concentrated in the class and they're not connected uh, to teachers. Absolutely. I mean, uh, because, absolutely, yeah. Uh, because as a teacher, you, you want attention because you have prepared the lesson plan and uh, you're doing your hardest uh, just to have your students' attention uh, to teach A or B. And when you find your students uh, you know, spacing out uh, and they're not even interested, uh, that hurts, and that hurts really badly. Uh, I do agree with you. Good. Uh, let's go for the next comments. And yeah, like they don't have anything to do with it. Uh, yeah, speaking of not, you know, acknowledging their hard work, absolutely. So I believe that is one really negative part of that. That I believe is, uh, you know, a very uh, dark set of teaching. 
that as a teacher you're not being uh, recognized and that's why i believe Lauren johnson in, his, uh, in her great book says that teachers are unsung heroes uh, you're a hero uh, known by very few people uh, yet we all know what you're doing is priceless what you're doing is amazing so uh, the and also one of the ugliest things in teaching is when you need help in teaching something and ask your co-workers but they're not gonna help because they want to be a better teacher oh i mean this is absolutely this is a really sad part uh, especially hoarding like knowledge and information like you know about something uh, and it is a very i believe it's being very short-sighted first off because those teachers uh, and colleagues uh, who hoard like information and knowledge i believe at the end of the day they are just stabbing themselves in the back like they are uh doing something very detrimental to the essence of our profession which is helping and imagine a doctor not helping another doctor uh when he or she is able to help uh, it is literally uh, embarrassing and uh, we all know about that we all know about that and that is a really uh, sad part because as I told you, this is against the essence of knowledge and education and teaching because you're a teacher to help and you are a teacher to help everybody. You, you, you are ready to help uh, your friends, you're ready to help your colleagues. Uh, and this is also uh, another uh, ugly part of uh, teaching. And uh, we, can, we can move on and right now uh, we can talk about salary. I believe this is also, um, uh, you know, a bad part or maybe one ugly part of teaching from uh, a lot of people's point of view. Uh, and, then, and they believe that uh, the salary uh, that teachers uh, earn, uh, of course, is not that great and it is not comparable with, uh, like, I don't know, doctors, with surgeons and uh, people with different professions. And, and that got me really thinking, and I did my research because I really wanted to know uh, if that's true or what teachers are being a little too sensitive about it and they are just making a fuss. Like, why, why, why? I mean, uh, teachers who are trying really hard should be making less than people who are not working that hard and the uh, job is not as uh, problematic, as difficult as teachers. And I've got something for you and I'm going to uh, read um, uh, this piece of information, I believe you guys are going to find it quite valuable. So when compared to many other professional fields, of course, teacher salaries are still relatively low. The median salary for an emergency room doctor, for example, is uh, more than $150,000. The median salary for uh, uh, a doctor is, uh, of course, uh, above $120,000. But when compared to even some high-paying uh, professions at their starting grades, salaries do not appear too, ter too terribly low. A starting lawyer has an average salary of $57,000, and a lawyer who had been working less than five years has an average salary of $64,000. And when compared with other professions, teaching firms even slightly better. The average editor makes $53,000, the average gardener makes $31,000, and the average executive uh, chief makes $75,000. So 
One more thing that I just wanted to say, a lot of people, uh, of course, uh, believe that teaching is not a, a well-paid job, uh, which I believe is true. It is not a well-paid job, of course. Uh, it is not at least the best one, uh, I believe. Yet I believe uh, if you compare it with uh, you know, other jobs, uh, especially when uh, as a teacher or uh, you know, as a uh, person who has a different job, you have started something recently, like less than five years, teaching happens to be not that bad. And uh, as a teacher, I believe one thing you got to do is to, uh, of course, help your reputation and your brand grow. And you got to work if it takes to put down, uh, I don't know, articles and essays. You got to put down articles and essays. Uh, if you need to uh, have like lectures, take part in webinars and seminars, do it. Try to uh, just make a name for yourself. And then I believe that's how you can uh, earn a living uh, teaching and uh, get a good, uh, for example, money. Uh, so I believe something that you got to bear in mind is that as a teacher, you should never stop. Because as I told you before, one of the greatest, uh, greatest things about teaching is that you make progress on a day-to-day -day basis. That's what it, uh, that, that is what it is. Like you, you, you learn every day and you imply that you know, thing and you implement the things you've learned uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. That's how it works. So as a teacher, I believe thinking that you're going to go uh, into a class uh, for, I don't know, for 30 years, uh, and you, you do nothing but the same thing, so you shouldn't expect something different. Uh, I'm not saying that's uh, bad. I'm, that's really valuable, of course, in its own essence, in its own right, of course. There's nothing wrong with that. We need those, those teachers who are always there for us. Absolutely, yes. But I'm just saying, to uh, earn a better salary, you got to do you no know, different things. And you got to do a number of things in order to promote your career, make a name for yourself. Then I believe teaching is going to be just the good, the good, and a little bad. <laughs> it cannot be just about good things, of course. So, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, it was the Late Late Show with Hardy Fatih, and you were listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Uh, follow us on Twitter uh, and ask us uh, as many questions as possible, as many questions as you have. We are always happy to help you. And thank you very much for uh, listening, uh, the good, the bad, and the ugly of teaching. And uh, hope to talk to you really, really soon. Till then, uh, I got to say goodbye. Uh, but you keep teaching, you keep learning, and, and never stop, never stop teaching, never stop teaching. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Hope to talk to you really soon. Till then, goodbye. You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.